Welcome to a special holiday edition of the Brick House Podcast. I'm Bob Johnson. And I'm Matt Baker. Bob, I trudged through snow to get here. It's a blistering <laughs> 15 degrees out. It truly is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You got your t-shirt and shorts on. <laughs> yeah. It's good living in LA. Yeah. Brick House Christmas, Matt, or if I may. You may. A merry brick mass. <laughs> Today we're going to discuss various players, coaches, GMs, and teams, and what to get them for the holidays yeah. this year. They need stuff too. Hey, they got millions of dollars, but we're making a list. We're checking it twice. Yeah. We're going to find out who gets a bike. It's our first category. Oh, today. wow. Jumping right Jumping in. Right in. Yeah, we're going to ask, uh, ask ourselves some tough Christmas questions. The bike was always the coveted gift Yeah, as a, as a child anyways. Most yeah. of these NBA players are a couple years removed from childhood. <laughs> I said Victor Oladipo's getting okay. a brick mass bike this, this year. Wow. He's the Eastern Conference Player of the Week last week. Mm -hmm. I just read some articles about how he did uh, training in Miami in the offseason to transform his body. After being traded away twice, he was really kind of dumped by two teams in a row. Sure, within a year. First the Orlando Magic, then the Oklahoma City Thunder. And he humbly said after the Thunder just played the Pacers the other night, the Pacers lost a closely fought contest, and he said he was inspired to improve by watching Russell Westbrook all okay. last year. Yeah. Now, if this were Joel Embiid... Or LeVar Ball saying something like this? You might think it's a sneak diss at Russell Westbrook. Sure. I don't think so with Victor Oladipo, no. though. He is actually a, a class act. And, man, he's really getting to uh, turn around the perception of this trade. You know, even even myself said, like, oh, who cares if Paul George leaves? That's an amazing salary dump. Yeah. Know, getting rid of Victor Oladipo. Right. That's coming back to bite him. Not as much as it is coming back to bite the Magic, who decided to stick with Alfred Payton and Evan Fournier. Sure. Don't Google Fournier. Yeah, yeah, they must they must be loving it right now. I love we're talking about Oladipo getting traded twice within a year and how it's kind of a bummer. Lest we forget, he did sign that twenty million dollar a year contract in between both trades. Pretty good. Maybe that's why he got in shape too. He's like, oh, I better, yeah. better put in the work now. I'm gonna give my bike to. It's gonna be a, a community bike to the Boston Celtics. Oh, okay. Because they got the bike of the off season, Gordon Hayward. Right. Uh huh. Uh huh. He gets injured, but no problem. They're just taking these bikes and riding them directly into the playoffs as possibly the one seed. Just putting Gordon on the handlebars with his with his crutches and his cast. Plus, uh, apparently, he's out of his walking boot. Did you see oh, that? Oh, well. okay. Which maybe you can ride on the back pegs then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's upgrading to pegs. If in some world where they happen to get him back, I don't think he's coming back this year. Probably not. That's just even more bike. That's just another bike to add to this <laughs> team that's been getting so many bikes this year. I don't I don't know if they need another bike, but that's what they've gotten this whole time, in my opinion. Okay. A bike for Victor Oladipo yeah. and the Boston Celtics. But, Matt, who is getting your lump of coal? OKC fans. Oh, that, that hurts. It's not going great. No, it isn't. No, they're 500 as of the recording of this podcast. Obviously, the worst-case scenario for this team was that they don't make the playoffs, but we all kind of assume they are going to make the playoffs, so an eight seed is almost the worst-case scenario, I think, if that makes sense. 
I don't know what we expected to get. They're not getting much out of anybody that's not Westbrook, George, Carmelo, and Steven Adams, but I don't know if we expected them to. They traded away all their bets to get Carmelo and and Paul George. They're all kind of having trouble figuring things out. They did get a good win against Philly. Oh, the triple overtime last yeah, night. Yeah, you, you were filling me in on all that. It's so far been a lump of coal for OKC. It pains me, but I have to give my coal to the L.A. Clippers. Ooh, that's a good one. Well, a they're, sad one. Yeah, they're they're pretty much buried in coal and reindeer shit right now anyways. <laughs> yeah. They're not only out of the playoffs, Matt. They're behind the Lakers in the standings right. right now. Yeah. And half those guys aren't even old enough to drive. These these are the guys who are on the Clippers injured reserve list right now. It would be a great team. Is it quicker just to give me who's not on the injury <laughs> reserve list? I don't know who, those players anymore. Yeah. They're all named Wilson and Williams. And <laughs> yeah. Can't you can't keep them straight. But who's injured right now? Pat Beverly, right? Blake Griffin, Danilo Gallinari, Milos Teodosic, mm-hmm. and Austin Rivers. Okay. That's not their starting five. That's all of their best players, except DeAndre except Jordan DeAndre. in street clothes. Really has been a big old lump of coal. That's not going to stop me and my dad from going to Rockets Clippers when I go to Houston uh, next Friday, 22nd. Straight from the airport. Straight from the airport. Yeah. The Rockets just beat the Spurs by 100 last night, so maybe they'll beat the Clippers by 300. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's fun to see the Clippers go back to their normal cursed self. Uh, at least it'll help Mick Minnis write his next chapter. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, clippercurse.com. Let's move on. Okay. I, don't want, I don't want to talk about the Clippers on Brickmas. We got a new PlayStation for somebody Someone's out there. Someone's getting a PlayStation. In the NBA. I'm giving mine to Joel MB. Oh, nice. Joel got us all the gift by giving himself another nickname this past week. During the game with uh, Minnesota, him and Carl Anthony Towns got into uh, some mm. trash talking. And afterwards, he explained, they call me Troel Embiid. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> so I don't let things go by. <laughs> and apparently, Joel Embiid would really appreciate the new PlayStation. You know, he just signed like a $170 million contract, $150 million contract. of PlayStations. And he was on J.J. Reddick's uh, show, this, his, his first show on, yes. uh, on the Ringer Network, and said that he doesn't have a driver's license. He doesn't own a car. Right. He's renting his apartment. But with all this money, he's probably going to buy some like new PlayStation. Games. Yeah. And TJ McConnell said he refuses to play games with Embiid anymore. Embiid takes his unit with him on the road. He plays all the time. He says he's always playing. If he's not playing basketball, he's playing video games. Right. And McConnell said he talks so much trash that McConnell refused to ever play with him again and wanted to throw his controller out of his apartment window. Wow. I think PlayStation should send all of their new models and games to, to Joel Embiid to, mm. to test him out. Yeah. Seems like he knows what he's talking about, and it would be a brilliant marketing move because the yeah. guy is a social media maestro. The new PlayStation for me actually goes to the 76ers as well okay. as a team. The latest and greatest gameplay. All the updated features, all the young studs. It's going to be great to watch this team. And I think when I think PlayStation, I think uh, Ben Simmons, Covington, and Embiid. Yeah, just don't try and shoot with Simmons outside of four inches from the rim. It's all right. He just gets to the hoop. That's all he needs. Okay, well, we're we're in line there. I'm sure Embiid would, uh, would take it. He'll play the PlayStation until no one else wants to play with him. 
force two people under the the figurative mistletoe sure. this year. You know, I think we'd all want to see Katie and Russ uh, never make up. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we don't want to see. This is too much fun. Yeah. You know, we want Westbrook to just have this Jordan-esque chip on his shoulder against KD forever. Right. But I thought some, some people that could probably stand to rekindle their relationship. Yeah. The Ball family and the educational system. Oh, wow. Yeah. LeVar yeah. pulling a serious audible, taking Jello and Mellow out of UCLA and Chino Hills High School yeah. to play for $1,000 a month in Lithuania. Is that how much it is? That's how much they get paid, $1,000 a month. Side note, did you hear the welcoming that they got from the... Did you hear that audio no. clip? No. There's an audio clip of it being announced on Lithuanian TV pregame of the team uh-huh. and the announcer is very excited he sings him a song like lithuania lithuania like a <laughs> random like you'll have to look it up it's is pretty crowd great excited they're, too? They're, they're into it oh th- no so this is just the um tv announcer saying it to uh, tv uh-huh. so okay it uh so they're gonna get a king's welcome for that a thousand dollars a month wow i hope it works out for him I've spent a lot of time in the past few weeks comparing LeVar Ball to Donald Trump, but my dentist pointed out, he's a big basketball fan. Yeah. Shout out, Dr. Chetty. He pointed out that the bar, the Ball family is a lot more like the Kardashians. Okay. Ruled by the mastermind patriarch hell-bent on making his family a, a famous brand, mm-hmm. despite their levels of talent. I'm sure the money is awesome, but when your first comp is the Kardashians, I'm just saying you should proceed down that road with extreme caution. Right. Tread lightly. <laughs> Bob, I think the two people that need to find their way under the mistletoe are Bobby Portis's fist and Nikola Mirachich's <laughs> face. I don't think that this was given as much credit as it should have as being a great early season moment. Yeah. You get scuffles, but... This is literally one teammate punching another teammate in the face and causing him to be out for a month or so. And have you heard that since he's been back, before he was back, Miritich, that is, the Bulls have lost 10 games in a row. Since Miritich is back, they've won five in a row. Whatever crazy jaw he got put in to replace his former jaw (laughs) is really doing doing great work. Plus, we had on the podcast Miritich was like i forgive him but he didn't actually talk to him he oh, just yeah. said it over <laughs> he accepted his apology he accepted his apology via the media without really actually talking to him or accepting his apology maybe that's why they're on this winning streak bobby portis and nikola miritich are both just trying to show each other up yeah oh we've got a uh, popping off segment of uh, the brick mass it's a stocking stuffer a question that greg popovich would actually like to answer Coach, how much do you hate us? <laughs> that, that's a question that he would he would like to answer. Yeah, and I think he would have fun with that too. That would be more than a one word answer, maybe. Yeah, I was trying to think of a good one, you know, to do with the game, but he anything that has to do with anything, he just kind of shrugs off. So maybe if you ask him how much you hate, he hates you. I figured he likes to keep it brief, so I just asked him a yes or no question mm-hmm. that I'm I'm sure he'd answer. Will you sign a petition to end in-game sideline interviews? Nice. <laughs> We're both thinking along the same lines. <laughs> okay, so if you're going to get something for LeBron James, yeah, I just read that he's already in the top 10 richest athletes of all time. 
So what do you get a man who has everything? What would you get LeBron James for Christmas? What does he need? He doesn't need much. What he, But what he could use is uh, things that help him in the present. A present present? Ooh, a present present. He needs a time machine so he can go back and get good D. Wade and good D. Rose. Yeah, that would be helpful. He needs, he needs to bring those people to the future to help him with this basketball team right now what year would you go to if you were looking for good jeff green he's already at georgetown right (laughs) could we go get georgetown jeff green had all the potential in the world back then yeah before our next episode of brick house i bet i'm gonna see that movie i tanya but if i were getting lebron james a gift I think he could really use someone to put out a Nancy Kerrigan-like hit on Draymond Green just before the finals. Oh, yeah. It worked out a couple years ago when he got suspended for nut-punching. But in this one, if he's actually going to do it, I think Chris Paul might be the one that has to sacrifice his genitals so that LeBron can can have a chance at glory. Mm Mm-hmm. So Chris Paul jumps in front of professional nut-puncher Draymond Green's one of his swinging limbs yeah. during the Western Conference Finals to get him suspended for the, the matchup with LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do it. That's what these millionaires get each other. It's, you know, it's, hard, it's hard to buy something that, right. that the guys can't buy themselves. What would you get the team that has everything? The Golden State Warriors. One thing that will make their games more fun to watch and satisfy the owner at the same time. In arena NBA gambling. Oh, okay. Yes. Blackjack. Yeah. Well, could you imagine the action on these games while they're happening? And if the problem is you don't want players catching wind of the bets and trying to swing it one way or the other, but I think you could actually turn it into something fun. You give these players something to shoot for, literally, I guess, and figuratively. Uh, the crowd would definitely be yeah. into that. And the owner would love it because, obviously, as we've talked about many times, he is one of the world's foremost blackjack players in the world. The world's foremost in the world. Well, I'm assuming they're already probably going to go out and get the best free agent on the market this summer. Right. So the owner should just pay for the championship parade bill on time this time. <laughs> yeah. Don't wait for the city to have to publicly shame you by, by sending a an open letter saying, Hey, Joe, about that 800 k Excuse me, sir. I've heard that LeBron James gets some pretty awesome gifts for his teammates. Yeah. Like, gives everybody a Rolex or a new Mac laptop or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. So this year, if the Cavs are doing a white elephant gift exchange, what do you think is the most fought over gift in that locker room lebron's house after he leaves for los angeles and unfortunately for Cavs fans lebron brought it yeah They're his gonna... thirty thousand square foot mansion in yes. Cleveland. someone has to take control of that whether it be jeff green or uh i guess not kay felder i was gonna say him but he got traded i think jr smith wants to go wherever lebron goes right so jay crowder jeff green kyle corver it looks like you're getting a 30,000 square foot mansion. Wow, that's quite a gift. And it might even overshadow the Tesla motorcycle that LeBron James brings to the Cavs White Elephant. J.R. Smith and Channing Fry won't stop fighting over who gets to keep it. J.R. even asked, Bron, I didn't think Tesla even made motorcycles. Right. To which LeBron replies, 
they don't. <laughs> <laughs> there was an article with J.R. Smith, and it was just like the journalist riding around with him, and they're like pulling into a Cavs practice behind some like tricked-out BMW that none of them's ever seen before, and J.R.'s like, who could be driving that BMW? I don't even think that mod. Oh, it's Brock. Oh, oh yeah, it's him. <laughs> of course. Uh, now we're going to take a quick break and let our sponsors back up the Brinks truck for us. Oh, man. So just a sec. So what movie should Luke Walton take the Lakers to see over the holidays? There's all the good movies are out right around Christmas. And Luke's going to take his young squad to go and see which one and to teach them what lesson. I'm proud of this one, Bob. Okay. Luke Walton is going to take the Lakers to see Jumanji. Okay. <laughs> because they are all kids who have to turn into adults. And the NBA is a ferocious jungle that can eat you alive. But at the end of the day, it is just a game. Plus Kevin Hart's there. It'll Plus Kevin Hart. Just like the NBA game. Yeah. Wants to teach him the good-natured fun, but also it's a little serious, but it's just a game at the end of the day. Wow. You never see The Rock on the sidelines. You would think maybe he's not a basketball fan, but maybe he's an NFL fan. Or I don't he think almost, he is. I never see him. He almost might be too busy. Yeah, making 45 movies a year. Yeah. That's a good point. And ballers. And eating 7,000 calories of lean whitefish. Yeah. I think uh, Luke is going to take the Lakers to go and see Father Figures. Oh, okay. There's a new one coming out with Owen Wilson, Ed Helms, and Glenn Close. I watched the trailer for this, and I think Luke will take the Lakers to see this movie to sow doubt into just one of his players about who his real dad is. <laughs> I, I don't know which one it would be. <laughs> just Why would him... Luke just want to confuse one of his players and get his dad as far away from the team as possible? I don't know. What about old Sam Hinkie? A couple of years ago, he was the... Dressed up as the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. Oh, yeah, no, that was great. To haunt Brian Colangelo. Yeah. We got to get something for old old Sam Hinkie for Christmas. I think he wants one of those machines like they have in the Matrix so he can just download a program and learn Kung Fu. Mm -hmm. Only he wouldn't learn Kung Fu, but how to analyze weather patterns to predict when robots will take over the planet. Something, you know, <laughs> perfectly much better than... And, you know, pick good second-round draft picks. Oh, yeah, that too. That's a good one. There's only one thing Hinky needs. It's a party in his honor after they win the championship. I'm not saying this year. Okay. I'm saying yeah. at some point in the near future. That's the only thing. He just wants to be loved, Bob. Or does he? I don't know. But he needs that party. He needs that parade in his honor. I love it. I would be there. Matt, do you think there's a Christmas in Lithuania? Oh, there's got to be. What does LaMelo and LiAngelo's Christmas look like? In Lithuania... You don't celebrate Christmas. Christmas celebrates you. Okay. <laughs> which is actually the least intimidating version of that old Russia joke. In Russia, you don't. Uh -huh. <laughs> Russia, whatever. In, in Lithuania, you don't celebrate Christmas. Christmas celebrates you. Is actually seems pretty pleasant. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking it up here. It's called Kuktos. Kuktos. That's Lithuanian Christmas. Is a traditional Christmas Eve dinner in Lithuania held on the 24th of December. The meal is a family occasion, which includes many traditions of both pagan and Christian origin. That's just the small snapshot of... Oh, man. So it sounds basically just like Christmas. I think LeVar Ball is going to have a bad time if he's there for Christmas. I saw in an episode of Ball and the Family, mm -hmm. someone went to go and get in and out for everybody, but his burger didn't have onions on it. He's like, I can't eat this without onions. LeVar. LeVar. 
I don't know how he's going to eat some kooktos. <laughs> the boys, Jello and Mello, are only making $1,000 a month, but they are being put up in a luxurious Lithuanian spa. That's where they're, they'll be staying okay. in Lithuania. So they hang their big baller brand stockings over the jacuzzi, is what I imagine. Uh, you can get these at bigballerbrand.com for only $399. Oh, the, wow. Okay. Big baller brand stockings. Yeah. But, you know, there's still like a week left before Christmas, which is plenty of time left for LeVar to criticize the coach, the team, the entire country, and pull his boys out of Lithuania entirely. <laughs> Wouldn't rule that out. Yeah. Do we have an over-under on how long we think they're staying in Lithuania? I, I don't think they make it to 2018. Because it's not uncommon for players who play overseas to switch teams every year anyway. They're mm -hmm. always kind of flopping. So that's not uncommon. But, yeah, they might have trouble making it a year. Matt, if the Oklahoma City Thunder were a classic Christmas movie, which classic Christmas movie would they be? Stay with me here, Bob, for okay. a second. Okay. A Muppet Family Christmas. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read you the beginning of the plot okay? okay Fozzie bear is driving many of the muppets to his mother emily's farm for christmas while they all sing christmas carols unbeknownst to Fozzie bear emily bear is preparing to go to malibu for the holidays and rent her farmhouse to doc and sprocket who want to spend a nice quiet christmas in the country doc and sprocket have arrived when Fozzie bear and the other muppets enter disrupting emily and doc's plans for the holidays so basically, okay. Russell Westbrook is driving his merry band of thunder to the NBA season. Okay. Unbeknownst to Fozzie Russell Westbrook Bear, Doc and Sprocket. Doc and Sprocket, Paul George and Carmelo Anthony just want to spend a nice quiet Christmas in, or uh, NBA season in Oklahoma City, disrupting all their plans for the NBA he season. He had 42 triple doubles last year. Now he's got what? 10? Just then, the telephone rings. The call is from Miss Piggy, who tells Kermit the Frog that she is at a photo session and will be late, making Kermit very worried. I don't know. There might be some <laughs> Sam Presti thing in there. I don't know. But that kind of makes sense to me as a Christmas Thunder movie. That's one I would watch. Uh, okay. I think it's a wonderful life. Nice. In, in this version, though, Sam Presti wishes he never traded James Harden and gets to see what the world would have been like. Oh, I never traded James Harden. Oh. You like that impression? That's a great impression. Good Jimmy Stewart there. <laughs> the team has more success. James Harden never develops a stripper addiction. Russ and KD play. Nah, don't put it past him. <laughs> okay, sorry. Russ and KD are best of friends and play Call of Duty every night together on their beanbags. Matching beanbags. Yeah. In the original movie, Jimmy Stewart tries to kill himself at the beginning before the angel intervenes. Right. In this version, Presty kills himself at the end. <laughs> and like on the basketball court, Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony make no attempt at all to stop him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, don't. Please, no. Stop. We're going to give some gifts to some coaches, GMs, and owners. They deserve gifts, too. First off, I got Doc Rivers. I got him in the world's biggest bag of cough drops I could find. The poor guy sounds like he has chronic laryngitis. <laughs> and he's probably screaming extra hard, as bad as the Clippers have been playing. Yep. Did you get a coach to coach on your wish list, Matt? David Fisdale, the Suns' head coaching job. Oh. <laughs> I think he would be great 
I can't take credit for this. This was uh, floated by the Sun Solar Panel right. podcast. But I do think it would be great. I think that Phoenix would really appreciate him. Unlike what happened in Memphis, I do honestly think that the city needs something. And Fisdale has some funk. He has some authority. I think that Phoenix would really appreciate it. All right. I like it. Everyone wins. Uh, I got a gift for Danny Ainge. Oh, nice. On my GM list. I got him a pair of brass truck nuts. You know, the the nuts that hang from the pickup trucks? Yes. It takes some serious cojones to bring back only four players from a conference finals team especially since his son Austin was in the middle of a run for election in Utah (laughs) at the time that they stole Gordon Hayward. Yeah. I can imagine Ainge setting his truck nuts on the edge of his desk just before any face-to-face negotiations with opposing GMs, (sighs) you know, trade talks. I think you'd appreciate that. There you go, Danny That's a good one. Donnie Nelson, GM of the Mavericks. He needs the NBA equivalent of a get-out-of-jail-free card. He needs the right to do whatever he wishes with Nerland's Noel. He has this card. It allows him to do whatever he thinks, whatever he wants to do with Nerland's Noel, whatever trade, you know, within reason, obviously, but whatever comes to fruition. This whole Nerland's thing has not gone well in Dallas. You think Mavs fans would be upset if he announced that he traded Nerlens for a third round draft pick? You know, at this point, whatever you can get, you can get. <laughs> a third round draft pick might be solid <laughs> for a guy who's played 18 games and is averaging four points and four rebounds. Wow. Just to take it back to our dear, dear Sam Hinkey for a second. When you get rid of the man with the plan, you know, you look what happened to Nerlens, look what happened to Okafor. Now, granted, the team's doing well in general, but... This is a great segue for what I want to get Sixers owner Josh Harris. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to catfish Sixers owner Josh Harris and trick him into hiring Sam Hinkie back. Mm -hmm. I'll probably have to trick them both because Sam has too much pride to ask for his job back. Yeah. But he'll know the time is right when Brian Colangelo's office blows up like the High Sparrow in the Sept of Baylor. Yeah. Oh, Hey, Matt? Obviously. He'll see the green flames and know his time to return to the Sixers' kingdom has come. Mm-hmm. He'll thank me later, Josh Harris. Mm-hmm. Sixers fans will like it, too. I, <laughs> I want to get Robert Sarver a nice beach house on an island far, far, far <laughs> away. I don't think anything. I don't think I need to explain anything about that. You could just invite him to the Sept of Baylor. Oh, sure. What do they do there? Do they force... They blow, blow stuff up. I was going to say, do they force owners to sell basketball teams on the sept of Baylor? They just blow them up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, there was a huge NCAA scandal this year involving NBA agents, five-star high school recruits, and shoe companies. The FBI has blown the lid off one of the worst-kept secrets in college basketball. Yeah. So if the shoe companies and NBA agents can't get high school recruits cash for christmas this year what are they going to get them bob bitcoin (laughs) it's too perfect it's too perfect you can uh that's why bitcoin's been spiking that's why bitcoin has been seeing a rise you can put the cash into these bitcoin wallets and then you can send them just this morning i got a paper bitcoin wallet in the mail from a friend what so you can keep it on you can keep it in a wallet on an app or you can actually keep a physical like a slip that has the QR code that you can do stuff oh. with so you keep it physically and then you can put it in a safe or a lockbox or something when people come to you and say hey so and so did Adidas 
drop a sweet, sweet bag of cash on your front door, you just say no. They didn't. They didn't no. give me a bag of cash. Wow. And no one's the wiser. That is perfect. It's just going to be awkward when all these five-star recruits start tweeting, "Yeah, Bitcoin, let's go. We need you to raise." So you know, it's going to be. <laughs> it does explain how Duke still has all of its players active. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think if the traditional alumni duffel bag full of cash is outlawed, then agents and shoe companies will probably just get players study guides for their classes. Oh, what? (laughs) Just joking. Not at all. Not unless there's bitcoins in between (laughs) the pages of those books. You might need cliff notes for those study guides. (laughs) Cliff notes for the cliff notes. NBA schedule on Brick Mass is pretty exciting. We got five games. Okay. Five games. So we're going to go through and say one thing that we are looking forward to seeing in each of these Christmas Day games, starting in order with the uh, Sixers and the Knicks. I'm hoping Troel Embiid versus the New Yorkers on Christmas morning is going to be great entertainment. Probably the game I'm most excited to watch with my dad so I can watch his reactions to Chris Stapps, Ben Simmons. Troel, he sees them maybe once or twice a year when they play the Rockets, but that's it. Mm-hmm. So my prediction is the Sixers win in a fourth quarter comeback and Embiid becomes the first person to spike Spike Lee, like a touchdown. Yes. You know? Spike and Spike Lee. I don't know how that hasn't happened yet. I know this is uh, would be terrible for Knicks fans, but I'm hoping for a Christmas miracle that Porzingis puts on a 76ers jersey so we could actually see what that dream team should have looked like. Oh, Shots at Hinky. Yeah. No, no, we don't take shots at Hinky on this <laughs> podcast. That was clearly someone tampering with Hinky's thought process. Cavs and Warriors are the second game of the day. I'd love to see Isaiah Thomas play in this game, but haven't heard anything about that yet. Curry may still be out, too. Mm-hmm. So an old-fashioned LeBron versus KD shootout would be an amazing Christmas present, followed by a televised Joe Lacob versus Dan Gilbert $100 million a hand blackjack tournament. Oh, so good. I'd like to see one of those billionaires cry. <laughs> Curry isn't going to play, right? Probably not. Okay, so we need some excitement. I want to see some chaos. Have you heard what Under Armour is doing? No. This is true. Under Armour plans to drop free Curry 4s from drones in the Bay Area. Whoa. But I am suggesting, especially if they're autographed, I'm see, I see a picture of one that, oh, yeah, they're dropping 30 pairs of free autographed Curry 4s from drones. Holy cow, that's awesome. I want to bring this, instead of the Bay Area, I want to bring this inside Oracle Arena. Chaos. Everyone's fighting to get these... Yeah. These shoes. Well, I thought it made sense that they'd drop them in Oracle since the tickets cost $1,000 anyways, but it's so much better that drop them in the poor neighborhood. They might mess up and drop some in the, the water by accident. Who knows where these <laughs> things are going? Well, the Wizards-Celtics game it comes on right after that. I just read that after receiving platelet treatment in his knees, Scott Brooks has forbidden John Wall from dunking in practice. Wait, repeat that? John, John Wall had platelet treatment in his knees. Yes. You know? And Scott Brooks says he can't dunk in practice anymore, you know, just to, okay. to preserve his health. Okay. The Wizards already don't like the Celtics, and Wall doesn't like point guards that get more attention than him. Throw in Scott Brooks muzzling Wall's dunk count, and I think he's going ham in this game. All right. But Kyrie is better and more talented and loves the spotlight, so I bet he not only has better stats, but his team wins the game. And also the Morris twins switch teams during the game, yes. but nobody notices. Yes. And then after the game, they tell the media about the trick they pulled, 
and nobody cares. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that'd be the best. Hey, guys, we did it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what, did you have four points? I mean, yeah. I went something along those lines. I just want a Morris Brothers fight. Okay. <laughs> They've been trying to stir things up with everybody. I just think on Christmas they should... You know, everybody says they get together with their family and have little arguments and fight on Christmas. I want to see a fight on Christmas at half court. Okay, that would be awesome. The Rockets and the Thunder play after that. Man, this Rockets team is amazing to watch. Chris Paul and James Harden are the best two guards to ever share a backcourt. Mm -hmm. The Rockets are undefeated with Chris Paul in the lineup. I thought the game last night against the Spurs would be close. They kicked the crap out of them. A guy on NBA Reddit posted stats about James Harden versus the entire OKC trio in isolations so far this year. Okay. So in isolation so far this season, James Harden is averaging 10.5 points per game. Westbrook, Mello, and Paul George combined are averaging 10.2 points per game. Whoa. And that is on 6.8 attempts for Harden per game and 9.7 attempts. For Westbrook, Mello, and George. So Harden is averaging more points in isolation on three less shots than the big three in Oklahoma City. That's insane. I'm actually surprised that the three in Oklahoma City are only combining for 10 attempts at an iso ball a game. Yeah, yeah. You would think that it would be more along the lines of every possession. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm hoping this game is close. It is in Oklahoma City, so if Harden and the Rockets are tired either from late-night hauntings by the ghost at the Skirvin Hilton Hotel, you know, famously haunted hotel in Oklahoma City, or from spending Christmas Eve at the local strip club in Oklahoma City, the Thunder could have a chance. Is it asking too much for Mike D'Antoni to put aside his southern shucks Italian charm? and just mock Carmelo relentlessly while the <laughs> Rockets are crushing the Thunder. That would be cool. Is, there, is it too much to ask? If Houston has one of their now patented 20-point leads, can D'Antoni like put on a hoodie and pull the hood up or just start? Just have Ryan Anderson play point guard. Yeah. <laughs> the last game of the night, I don't know if you know this, the Timberwolves-Lakers game is going to be called by the TNT halftime crew. They're not only doing the halftime and the postgame show, but they're doing They'll be the in the game. booth. Ernie, Kenny, Chuck, and Shaq. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be chaos. Charles Barkley, I don't know if you saw, after Doug Jones beat uh, Roy Moore yeah. in the Alabama election, he pledged a million dollars to black women in tech startups in Alabama. Interesting. Yeah. He was so grateful for them for uh, showing up to vote for Doug Jones. I'm looking forward to a cacophony of jokes about Lonzo and the whole Ball family. Mm-hmm. The whole TNT crew loves to mess with them, and LeVar loves to mess with Chuck. Chuck has already said he's not going to talk to LeVar in Los Angeles. And Kenny said, yeah, but what if you see him and he comes up to you? Yeah. To which Barkley said he doesn't want to talk to him. He should know LeVar well enough by now to know exactly what LeVar is going to do then. You know? I, is that going to stop LeVar? Of course it's not going to yeah. stop him. It's only going to make him want to do it more. Right. They're both going to shake hands and smile for pictures before the game, and once they settle in to call it, after Lonzo throws up his first air ball from 30 feet, the jokes are going to fly. The trick of the last game of Christmas is just staying awake long enough after all the alcohol and food and cookies and candy canes, trying to soak up those last morsels of NBA Christmas. Yep. 
I just want to see a halftime Lonzo Nas rap battle. Uh-huh. Lonzo's coming hard after Nas for some reason because he was talking trash earlier in the year. And then did you see he, that shirt he had on? Oh, Lonzo. before the Knicks game. Yeah. yeah. To which uh, someone on ESPN took great offense and exception with that sweatshirt. Yeah, for those who didn't see, it was Lonzo's face on a gray sweatshirt, but it looked like the cover of Nas's Illmatic, right. which is just a picture of 20-year-old Nas's face. <laughs> yeah. It was a pretty poor quality hoodie, too. I mean, yeah. I didn't know what we expect from the, the big ball brand. The Lonzo Nas hoodie now available on big baller brand for $700. Oh, wow. Yo mama is so fat. And did you see that before the Lakers played in Cleveland, Cleveland's music in the arena during warmups was exclusively Nas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I was going to throw that right at the uh, the disc of the week. Oh, I'm sorry to jump in. Oh, by the way, it is actually available on Big Baller Brand. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just I just looked it up, and there is a... Only $400. Yeah, I wonder how much it is. So sorry to get in on your disc of the week there. It... No, it was a perfect segue. They played uh, Hate Me Now, followed by Made You Look, Nas is Like, and New York State of Mind, uh, to be specific, yeah. while the Lakers were warming up in, in Cleveland. And LeBron James wore a special pair of shoes versus the Lakers that said, Long Live the King, mm. on them. But that wasn't the winner of the Diss of the Week this week, Matt. The winner of the Diss of the Week was Jeremy Lin. He had a comment about uh, public urinals. <laughs> I, I didn't see this, but I can't wait. He tweeted, Why is there always huge puddles on the ground under public male urinals? LOL, people act like it's a contested three instead of an open layup. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I bet Lynn was getting too much pee on his crutches at the oh, uh, poor guy. Barclays Center. Someone on Twitter responded, Come on, Jeremy, even you miss open layups. <laughs> on the next episode of Brick House. We'll talk all about how our Brickmas went with our families and highlights of the games. Hopefully any of our ridiculous predictions came true. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully the Morris Brothers fight. Also, I'm ready for another trade to shake up the league, Matt. It's been a couple months now. Getting itchy. The offseason was like an M. Night Shyamalan movie with those twists and reveals. The deadline's passed now for players who were signed over the offseason, so now everybody in the NBA can be traded again, except mm-hmm. for LeBron James and Carmelo Anthony. I looked it up, and even though Melo waived his no-trade clause to go to the Thunder, he can still veto a trade out of there if it's a place he doesn't want to go. Phil Jackson's stink rubbing off on the uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder fans now, too. Someone's going to make a trade soon, though, and we'll be there to make some jokes about it. Merry Brickmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Here's hoping Donald Trump chokes on his figgy pudding. Talk to you again on the next episode of BrickHouse.